How regularly should people be washing their reusable masks? Well, how regularly do you wash your face? Um, I know daily is a bit of a stretch for lots of people, but that's why I often say to clients, have three or four in rotation. Don't just yeah. have one mask that you wear every day because I'm the same. I know it's unrealistic to take it off, wash it by hand or chuck it in the washing machine and then hang it out and then have it ready for the day after. I understand that. So yeah, just commit to three or four really good quality masks and have them in rotation. Hey Refam, I'm Kate Wagner and this is Keeping It Real, the podcast that cares about what's happening underneath your mask. If you told me we'd still be talking about masks a year ago, I may well have cried. But look, it is what it is, so let's talk mask knee. What is mask knee, I hear you ask? I'm sure most of you have had some kind of reaction to constant mask wearing. Maybe acne breakouts, redness, just general greasiness. Well, Maskne is a blanket term skin gurus are giving for all of it, from perioral dermatitis to pustules. As always, we want you guys to be armed with the best info. So we grabbed resident dermal clinician Sophia to ask how we can get rid of maskne and prevent it from happening in the future. Alrighty, topic of the year, of the last 18 months, probably of the next two years, not to be too depressing. Yes. But we're talking maskne. Or I say mask. But I feel like it's probably maskne Maybe. to work with Depends this. where you're from. You know what I mean? Like acne, maskne. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. I kept saying it and I was like, both of these sound wrong to me. Um, but I think everyone I know has either like irritation, um, dryness, acne, mm. just a lot of things going on under their mask. Mm-hmm. So what's causing these breakouts and dryness with everyone wearing masks seemingly 24-7 now? Right. Well, it depends on the person because some people might be pre-exposed to um, inflammatory conditions or or dermatitis or um, general sensitivity of the face or in that area. Um, but maskne or maskne. Yeah, I know. Just sorry, I should have got in your head. I was like, <laughs> welcome to what's happening in your mind. It's a really big buzzword at the moment. Um, a lot of it isn't acne from what I've seen. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, acne is is quite a, a serious and independent condition. But what we're seeing is because of a lot of heat retention in that mask area, a lot of friction, a lot of synthetic materials on the skin, yeah. we're seeing people um, break out. We're seeing redness and inflammation in that muzzle, what we call the muzzle area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously we can't not wear masks. There's... We're fighting bigger yes. things than um, dermatitis. Yep. But what what are some ways that we can try prevent it? Um, so um, with maskne, because it is caused by the heat and the friction and the occlusion um, commonly at the moment due to um, chronic mask wearing, mm-hmm. um, when you don't need to be wearing a mask, take it off, yeah. one. Um, and because it is due to a lot of heat and a lot of friction, um, it causes the follicle to to essentially become congested and it can a lot of the time with acne not maskne but acne mm-hmm. um a buildup of say dead skin and bacteria and dirt in the follicle is what causes it to become inflamed and what causes sometimes what causes the pimple amongst other things mm-hmm. um or the pustule technically yep. um so to avoid inflammation um and breakouts uh, we can do simple things like 
um, using targeted skincare, like coming into the clinic for LED, which I absolutely love. LED is highly anti-inflammatory and healing. So it's a fantastic treatment for um, an inflammation-based condition like perioral dermatitis or acne caused by mask wearing. Gotcha. And earlier you you talked about synthetic masks. Are there certain masks we should be wearing or avoiding? Well, um, with the... We see a lot of people with different types of masks and everyone's getting creative, which I really do appreciate because it's been a while since we've been able to walk freely without them. Um, but if you can find a cotton-based breathable mask, something that allows the flow of oxygen in and out safely, of course, mm-hmm. um, that is ideal. Um, synthetic materials tend to cause, sometimes can cause um, like a, a contact dermatitis or an irritation on the face, especially in that sensitive area around the mouth and around the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, so preferably something cotton, something breathable. I would hazard a guess that a lot of people I know haven't washed their cotton masks once in this pandemic. Cheeky. How regularly should people be washing their reusable masks? Well, how regularly do you wash your face? Um, I know daily is a bit of a stretch for lots of people, but that's why I often say to clients, have three or four in rotation. Don't just yeah. have one mask that you wear every day because I'm the same. I know it's unrealistic to take it off, wash it by hand or chuck it in the washing machine and then hang it out and then have it ready for the day after. Yeah. I understand that. So yeah, just commit to three or four really good quality masks and have them in rotation or alternatively I have seen the the cotton inserts a lot of people just change the inserts um, daily Mm -hmm. uh, and that avoids having to wash the mask gotcha sounds grim doesn't it (laughs) (laughs) and also I know obviously like Silk is the gold standard of pretty much anything to do with skin Yes. Would that be a good mask? Would you be able to breathe out of it okay? Yeah, silk is absolutely fine. Um, For for girls, I think it would only be a problem because – well, and for guys, but silk – picks up oil and dirt um, really, really easily. So if you're using something silk, um, it's certainly breathable, but just make sure you're washing it or using an insert so as to avoid any of that that oil or dirt coming back onto your skin. Yep, okay. Delicious. Is there anything in terms of masks, like if they don't fit properly, does that kind of – does that lead to that irritation and dry skin or – is it purely about the product type? Um, I haven't found – to be honest, I, I'm not a mask expert. But oh, well, <laughs> that's exactly what we got you here today. I have been bamboozled. Oh, my goodness. Security! <laughs> um, so, look, uh, I find that if the mask is not super tight um, but also not extremely loose, like speaking um, – Speaking personally, um, I find that if my mask is loose and I'm constantly um, adjusting it or moving it, I'm touching my face more, I'm adjusting that the um, – sometimes I also wear the surgical masks which have that metal in the middle. Yeah. See, it has to come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't judge. Um, no. Uh, I find that – you know, just adjust it. Find something that's adjustable. Find something that, that breathes well um, and do use – if you feel like you're the type of person who's going to – continually touch your face or take it on or take it off, um, it's probably best that you just use the insert so you're touching it less and therefore touching the mask less, touching your face less and therefore less likely to um, develop any irritation. With um, Obviously, I mean, I know this is new for most of us but it's certainly not a new thing. I mean, medical professionals have had to spend hours under PPE for yes. many, many years. Yes. 
anything that we found from that of ways to prevent it, like moisturising or anything as to use as a preventative step? With COVID, um, from the very beginning and throughout, I actually did a um, an assignment on this at uni about mm-hmm. how to fight the symptoms of continual hygiene um, and during COVID of course where we were encouraged and still are to be extremely diligent with hand washing mm-hmm. and um, I implemented this idea that was that uh, was research backed and scientifically backed that if we hydrate after we wash we're mm-hmm. restoring all of that lost goodness that lost oil those lost Ceramides is the word. Nice. Yes. So the the constant use of PPE um, masks, including gloves, mm-hmm. um, including the the encouragement of continual and persistent hand hygiene, has caused a um, a real big spike in dermatitis. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time with hand hygiene, and especially in the medical profession and within healthcare profession um healthcare workers have reported an increase in dryness in cracking in scaling um and a really good way to combat this is with a simple use of a moisturizer so i actually um suggested the implementation of hand hydration stations at hospitals Mm -hmm. so right next to the soap dispenser there should be a, a moisturizer dispenser um directly after you wash hands as long as you're not putting gloves on just moisturize your skin Mm -hmm. Um, and then that way we're restoring lost oils we're restoring lost ceramides and fats and avoiding the occurrence of an inflammatory skin condition so is that the same for masks like you recommend moisturizing kind of like to avoid irritation with the mask or like once you take the mask off you'd just um, make, be sure to moisturise those dry and irritated areas. Yeah, I'd say um, make sure you're washing your face because I know they're cu- our faces are covered. So we mm-hmm. think logically nothing has touched our skin, no dirt, um, no pollution has touched our skin whilst we're outside. Um, but because there's a lot of our our breath is and the heat is being trapped under there, we definitely um, and generally benefit from a mild cleanse. Mm-hmm. So use something that's mild. I'd say use like a milk cleanser or a gentle cleanser and then absolutely pop a hydrator on top. Mm-hmm. Um Think of it as the heat from our breath or that friction, sometimes causing evaporation of the moisture in our skin as well. Mm-hmm. So wearing a mask can cause dehydration and a really good way to, to combat that, as you said, is to use a, a moisturiser. So should we be washing our face every time we take our mask off? Oh, I'd say, you know, twice a day is sufficient, but I say okay. I... I commonly tell my clients my patients that anyway um in the morning before you leave the house and then when you before you go to bed Mm -hmm. um definitely um cleanse and moisturize Mm -hmm. if you don't know what kind of moisturizer is good for your skin just ask your dermal clinician um ask your dermatologist someone will definitely be able to find a solution for you but sometimes it's just as simple as getting those good fats and that hyaluronic acid or those those helpful oils um back onto your skin Perfect. Do you have any other tips or tricks for people at home who are trying to combat the effects of wearing masks? 
What I will say is that during COVID, um, a lot of us have been trapped inside. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether or not we're working or not working, we are inside um, with the heater on. And when we're leaving the house, we have masks on. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, A lot of the time in winter, we do see an increase in dehydration of the face, of the hands. So um, a a really good tip would be to... um, once we're allowed, come in clinic. Come into clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, have a chat with your skin expert. Um, we're indoors, mm-hmm. especially in winter, with the heater on, um, and when we're outside with our masks on, we have been seeing an increase in dehydration, and a lot of people saying that their skin's changed and it's just it's feeling less supple, it's feeling less soft, and that's absolutely normal during winter of course Um, but simple ways that you can um, help improve the texture and of your skin is one before you leave the house pop an SPF on Mm -hmm. Um, don't underestimate the power of the sun Mm -hmm. it's the number one cause of a lot of skin conditions namely fine lines wrinkles pigmentation aging even rosacea yes so pop on a really good quality um, SPF. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what kind is good for you, ask your local derm or your dermal clinician. Um, there are quite a few different um, sunscreens out there. Mm-hmm. So definitely invest in a good one, 30 plus, very minimum, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, definitely invest in, also invest in a really good hydrator. So it can be as simple as CeraVe from like Priceline. Yeah. Um, it can be something a little bit more um cosmeceutical so mm-hmm. a really awesome AHA serum um which I found is has been really replenishing for my skin um there's a lot of acids out there um which are helpful I've had a lot of questions about what kind of peels right for me or what kind of active acids good for my skin mm-hmm. um Anti-inflammatory and hydrating acids, uh, AHAs, which are alpha hydroxyl acids, are fantastic hydrators. Mm-hmm. And RE has a really good anti-inflammatory ingredient. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can invest in something with an alpha hydroxyl, um, namely lactic acids, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also come in for a treatment. So a really good way to treat inflammation and redness and dehydration are to come in for a peel or to come in for an LED session mm-hmm. or even a, a really simple hydrating facial. Yeah. So you have quite a few options. Amazing. Mm. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I think, I think that is really good for people to hear because I know all my friends are just complaining about it so much. Okay. And to know that it's, you know, I'm sure a lot of them will need a nudge to A, go to cotton masks and B, wash them a lot more. Yes, yes. Um, and just, yeah, like the fact that they can do super simple stuff at home until our doors are open again and we can treat them with a peel or something more serious. But, uh, yeah, I think that's really, really good information for people. Yeah, fantastic. There are really simple solutions. And, again, if there's anything, and if there's anything that needs clarity or if they have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, there's always a skin professional literally at the click of a finger now so there's no excuse to stay uninformed (laughs) thanks for the chat Kate anytime we'll talk to you soon Bye. bye if you liked this episode of keeping it real please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and while you're there why don't you have a flick through our past episodes We'd love to hear your requests for future topics. So send your suggestions through to us on IG at Replastic Surgery. That's all for today. And we'll catch you next time for another peek into the world of plastic surgery.